Hello, and welcome to the fifth episode of the Thundering Herds podcast. This week, we'll be talking about sadness and tragedy through sports. So, specifically, today we have experienced a lot of sadness. TCU got beat in their regional that they had hosted. Um, they got eliminated by um, Oregon State today? Was it Oregon, Oregon State? Oregon State today. They got eliminated. Um, the Dallas Mavericks were playing the Clippers in a series. It was tied 3-3. They played in L.A. today, and they lost by 15. 126-111. Yeah. Luka scored, what, 42 points? Wasn't enough. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Who else showed up? Nobody. Nobody else showed up. So what do we need to do? We need to put people around Luka. We have got to find... Now, does this mean... That this is the end for Coach Carlisle? Um, you seem to think so. I think this is seventh first round loss since they won the championship in 2011. Luka needs a younger coach. Luka needs a different mindset. Luka needs help. And maybe Coach Carlisle is not the guy. So, But I will tell you this. I want to add something. This is something we haven't talked about, but this is something I want to add. <clears throat> the argument for the greatest basketballer, basketball player of all time ended in Game 5 of the series with the Lakers, in my opinion. And here's the reason why. Five minutes left in the game, LeBron's on the end of the bench pouting, and he leaves. He walks off. He leaves his team. He quits. Michael Jordan lost in 1992 by 37 points to the New York Knicks in the Garden. Did he quit? Did he walk away? No, he didn't. He saw it through to his end. What it tells me is he's not a teammate. He is a prima donna. He thinks he's bigger than the game of basketball. He's a horrible teammate, and he will never, ever, ever be considered the greatest player of all time. Because in the end, he's a horrible teammate. And Michael did it all with one franchise. This guy jumps around like jumps around like like as often as I change my socks. How many different teams <laughs> has he been with now? For crying out loud, you just uh, LeBron, you just go to where you think you're gonna win. I've had I've had enough of this guy. There's something that I saw in the last game that they were playing. It was LeBron and somebody else at the end of the court. Um, LeBron missed a shot. And they were sad or something, and he was with another player. And the Suns got the ball in a fast break and scored. And they only had three, the Lakers only had three players down there to help guard um, on the fast break. They just stood and they walked down. How, like, that's not how you play basketball. He's a front runner. He's a front runner. It didn't work out from this year in Los Angeles, so in game five, when they're getting their butts handed to them, he quits. MJ never quit. MJ got in fights with his own teammates at practice because he was so competitive. But when it came down to it, there was a game Michael Jordan played with a fever of 103. He was sick as a dog. Every time he came to the bench, he had his heads between his knees. He, was, he looked like he was going to die. But did he quit? No. And did he win the basketball game? Yes. He was a great teammate. And he's the greatest that's ever put on basketball shoes. And anybody wants to argue LeBron, LeBron is the greatest player of all time, give me a break.
Okay, so going back to our first topic that I mentioned was TCU <clears throat> losing their regional, which they were hosting as the number six team in the country, and they lose their second game that they play um, after beating McNeese, which is not really a contender. They lose to DBU 6-8. to eight. They were winning 6-2. to two. They gave up a... Seven. They were winning six to two. Yeah, correct? six to two, and they had a five run seven. They had a five run seven, six run seven, and they no. gave up another run. Five run seven. Okay, whatever. They gave up a lot of runs in one inning, and they lost the lead, and they never got it back. So yeah, you think TCU, the number six country in the entire in the entire United States for college baseball, would be able to beat Oregon State, who's not ranked. Neither was DBU. You think they'd be able to beat them, right? No, they lose three to two. Oregon State advances to the finals against DBU, and uh, games being played right now. That's, I don't know who's um, we don't know who's winning right now, but that's going to be decided without TCU in the question, which is very sad for them winning, going forty-one and seventeen this season up until today, and then they don't even make it to the super regional, no, and let let alone the College World Series. That's not even in question anymore. Now they don't have a lot of guys leaving. Okay. And they do recruit a lot of JUCO guys. So, they will reload. Okay, I think this was a good year for them to contend. I think it was too, but it didn't happen. They but, just played terrible baseball in this regional. They did not play well. And you know what? The last month of, this, the, last month of the season they was their best baseball. They played great in the Big 12 tournament. Yeah, in the Big they 12 won, tournament. They won the Big 12. At the end of the Big 12 season, they fell apart. You know, they, they were losing to Kansas State. They lost to Texas. They lost to... Well, Texas is the number two team in the nation. I understand, but they won the first game of that series and then choked the other two games. So, I mean, they had a chance to win the Big 12 outright instead of ending up with a tie for Texas for the Big 12 championship. So, they did not tie. They won the Big 12 championship. No, they... They won the Big 12. They tied for the Big 12. Dad, it doesn't matter what the standings are. That's what the Big 12 championship is for. That's why they play the tournament. The standings before they went into the It doesn't tournament. matter. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll agree to disagree on that. <laughs> Why would they have the tournament? They have the tournament for seedings to see who's going to host. See what teams are going to go to the go to the super regionals. Which teams are going to host? Yeah, but the person that wins the tournament. tournament wins the Big Twelve. But Texas still Texas still went to a regional tournament. Texas Tech still went to a tournament. Oh, you went to a tournament. Yeah, but we still won the Big Twelve. We it won the Big matter. Twelve tournament. Yes, we won the Big 12. But at the end of the season, before the Big 12 tournament was played, TCU and, and Texas ended up in a flat tie. So so they're still the Big 12 champions. Either After way. the tournament was over with. Either way. Okay, all right, fine. <laughs> okay, so we've talked about LeBron. We've talked about the Mavericks <laughs> losing. We've talked about TCU losing. Okay, let's talk about the Texas Rangers, who absolutely suck. I'm pretty sure... Are they playing at home right now? Yes, they're playing okay. home against Tampa Bay. Well, since we've done our last podcast, this team has become his not just bad, but historically bad. They've lost 15 straight road games, which only three teams in MLB history has ever done, which makes them, by definition, historically terrible. What were you expecting this year? They're, they're so bad. Well, no, well, I wouldn't say they're so bad. How many games have they lost? Three to two. It yeah, like it doesn't make a difference. They're it, losing. It does make a difference. Are close losses still losses? Yes, there's yes, but they're competitive. It's not like they're getting absolutely destroyed. Dude, by well, today they were competitive until the ninth inning, where they gave up nine runs. 
I think what's going to happen at the trade deadline is we're going to get rid of a bunch of players. You say that every year. And last year we only gave up two players and we were we're barely even we're barely worse than we were last year. So like how are we becoming, you know, what is the what is the plan for this team? Well, how are they going to get better? It's I don't know. Honestly, I have zero answer because the players <clears throat> that are on their team are not good. Have they, they found They anybody? have the 28th worst farm system in the entire MLB. That's how you improve. They have no they they don't have a chance. Yes, they do. How? Yes, they do. Their farm system sucks. Yeah, and you know how you replenish the farm system? Lose. That's how you replenish the farm system. The Yankees don't lose. The Yankees can recruit great players, and they have a great farm system. They're exactly. Able to, but They don't know, lose. But you know how the Rangers turn this around? The same, way that, the same way that the Astros did. Look at the Astros organization now. When the Astros were total pig slop. The Rangers were going to World Series and winning division championships. They were they had consecutive years of losing a hundred games. They were awful. And who did they end up with? They they they've got the best shortstop. They found their third baseman. They got pitching. All the things that the Rangers need. <clears throat> the Rangers need a center fielder. Oh, well, they may have found one. Yeah, they okay? found one. But they really still need a third baseman, maybe a first baseman. We don't know about Lowe yet. Yeah. A catcher for sure. We have one. We have one. I Jonah just, Heim. Jonah Heim is in our farm system. He's one of the best players. <coughs> okay. And, uh, All right. One of the best prospects. Well, then there's somebody in the farm system. No, not system. Jonah Heim. That's not who I'm thinking of. It's somebody else. Sam Huff. <coughs> Sam Huff. Okay. He played last year. But they need pitching. Yeah. <coughs> that ballpark is set up. For pitching, yeah, their earn run average has got to be less than it was last year, yeah, or the last year that they played. Well, since it, the ballpark got hurt, and what's his name, the guy that's been pitching really good for us, what's his name, <clears throat> the guy that you, was from the Minnesota Twins all those years, yes, Kyle Gibson, yeah, he uh, <clears throat> he's, he's, pitched, list he's now. pitched really well. Kohei Arahara is not going to be here for the rest of the year; he's hurt. Um, our new pitcher who came from. Uh, Chicago. Dunning. He pitched today. He's gotten worse. He started off good, and he's gotten worse. But, I mean, our pitching was... It's not going to be as good as when we had uh, the guy from last year and Mike Miner. But, I mean, it, it's not terrible. We do need pitching, though. <clears throat> and what you got to do is play together. I, I, I'm when sorry. When we were hot there for a minute with... Adolis Garcia on fire and we swept the Astros. You could see the team playing together with the chemistry, but since they've lost so many games in a row, you can just you can just tell that there it's just not a happy franchise do, right now. Do do they did they have any aspirations of making the playoffs when the season started? And if you say yes, I think that that I is... think Chris Woodward did. I don't think like I've said before, I don't think the front office of the Rangers has told Chris Woodward that the team is not good. Because he is prop. If he doesn't win Manager of the Year at least once, then I don't see what the the people on the MLB must not see what I'm seeing. Because that guy really wants to win, and he's worked really hard. We we've definitely won more games than I was expecting coming out of the beginning of the year. Right now we're in a slump, but I mean that's that happens. You you, you are who you are. 
One of the greatest managers of all time, Tommy Lasorda, said, The season is broken down into three parts. You will, every team will win 54 games. Every major league team will lose 54 games. It's what you do with the remaining 54 that determines what your season is going to be. <clears throat> so, because there's 162 games, the math works out perfectly. So if you can win 90 plus games, your chance of making the playoffs are fantastic, which means you just need to win 36 of those other 54 games. I know that sounds ridiculous, but think about it. Every single team, there will not be a team in Major League Baseball that loses less than 54. So you're going to do it. The talent is pretty well spread out throughout the league. But we're at the bottom right now. We're down with the Kansas Cities and the Minnesotas and the Detroits. And it's going to come back. Baseball is very cyclical. They've got to replenish. When, when they made the trades... When they got rid of A-Rod and they started bringing all those pieces in, from, and when they got rid of Mark Teixeira as well, <clears throat> they built their farm system. The farm system produced kids that came up. Elvis Andrus was part, part of that. <clears throat> the Rangers were able to reconstruct. And then when they got a good base, Michael Young was a trade piece that came in here from Toronto. He was a, he was a minor league guy that was set to be Toronto's second baseman. We scooped him up. We got Teixeira. We got Ian Kinsler. <clears throat> Ian Kinsler. So the pieces began to come to Adrian come Beltre. together. Yeah. <clears throat> Adrian Beltre was brought in after the fact. Josh Hamilton was brought in after the fact. The once you got the core there, then you can start picking guys and bringing guys and high level guys in. We're not there yet. Who are keepers right now? Who are the guys that you look at three years from now? They're still on this ball club when they're good. I can't think of a single one. Oh, you can't think of the guy that we just added to center field? And don't yeah, think but he's be I, there? what makes you think that they're not going to trade him away? Why would they trade him away? Why not? You want to trade... What do they have to lose? You want More games? He's got no trade value. He was he was a f unrestricted free agent that the Rangers picked up off the scrap heap from, from Tampa Bay. He's got no value at this but moment. But the league knows about him. Well, fine. He's had a great month. That's not enough for him to be a big trade piece at the trade deadline. Neither is Lowe, the first baseman. He's not going to be a piece no, either. probably not. He's going to be serviceable. I think he could end up being a Mitch Moreland type that get, hits you 260, 270, 18 home runs, 70 RBIs, good defensive first baseman. First base will be squared away with those numbers. That's fine with me. I, I can't <coughs> believe that. You don't think Solak will be? Oh, be yeah, that? I like Solak, and I like <coughs> Isaiah kind of Fuefa, but I can't fathom why Joey Gallo is so unbelievably bad. Because we came into this year and we were like, we saw him play well in spring training. He was hitting, what, 450 with like 10 home runs. And we were like, oh, he's fixed his swing. He's going to be better this year. He's hitting what two oh two. He's a four A baseball player, and we've talked about this before. He's not. He's not a major league baseball player. He's he's better than Triple A, but he's not an everyday major league baseball player. He's got so much potential, but he's never figured it out. And you know what you do? You trade him to Baltimore, and he becomes Chris Davis, who has a, who has one good year. And who has a fifty home run year? They pay him two hundred and fifty million dollars, and you never hear from him again. Yeah. that's what he's going to end up being. So, yeah, I, I look at this franchise and I say to myself, 
it's going to be it's going to be three years. They're going to have to at the trade deadline dump some talent. Gibson is gone. The way Gibson is pitching, if he comes back and he does anything positive, he is gone. Somebody like the Yankees or the Dodgers will pick he him up. He got the win yesterday <coughs> or two days ago. He yeah. pitched great. And it's the only win that we've had in two weeks. Probably, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's fantastic. So let's finish the Rangers here, and I want to go back and revisit one more time. I want to talk about what the Mavericks need to do people-wise. Who stays, who goes? Um, I think we keep... Tim Hardaway Jr. Okay. He's not a number he's not gonna be your second guy. No. He's gonna be your number three. Yeah. You're gonna have to find another I number two. I think you keep Maxi Kleba on the bench. He's a good defender. I like Kleba. He can shoot. Um I don't think you keep keep Porzingis. I don't think you keep Josh well, Richardson. I think you keep I think you keep Jalen Brunson. Yeah, I, I like, I like Jalen Brunson. He's instant offense. For sure. The, he's got great playmaking ability. I've seen him do that one move where it's like a stop and go. Like he fakes like he's going to stop and then he just goes around the back edge and does a reverse layup. He does that so much and it's like unguardable. Well, can I ask you another question? In this series, the Mavericks got beat up in starting with game three with <clears throat> the Clippers going to a smaller, quicker, more athletic lineup. Why was Powell not playing center? You see, that that confused <clears throat> me too. Because at the beginning they were talking about um, the Clippers going to, a, going to a smaller lineup. And the Mavericks were playing a big lineup. Um, I, I understood because the, the announcers explained it. They were saying that the Clippers, they liked to drive in. And Boban was really clogging up that interior. Because um, after games three and four, that's when they made the, the change from a big, I mean, from a small lineup to a big lineup for the Mavericks, and uh, that's why. It's because they needed to clog up the middle, get more rebounds. Today, they out-rebounded them by, like, 20. They played good on the boards. They just, we weren't making enough shots. Shots were not falling, except for Luka. Everybody was making shots. I mean, so, nobody was making shots except for him. So who? Who's out there that they can go get? Who's out there who's a free agent this year? I don't know. I don't pay that much attention to the NBA. I'm not going to lie. <clears throat> is there anybody pretty much they, just the Mavericks. Is there anybody that they can package? What are you saying? Is there anybody that they could take two or three players and trade for somebody of substance? I mean, the Celtics got three or four guys they we could probably probably use. And now here's a crazy question, and this was actually hinted in a story that I saw a little while ago. What do you think about what's going on in New Jersey? If New Jersey doesn't move forward, what about the beer? Brooklyn, I have to say Brooklyn. This you say it. You know, I'm old. <laughs> I, that's New Jersey is what I remember from ever. <clears throat> What about the beard? James Harden? Would you want him I here? I hate him. But He's a ball hog. Fine, but you you match him up with Luka. Luka would never win an MVP if he was here. <clears throat> you don't think that they could both score 25? No. Dish out the assist? There's got to be somebody who we could bring in here who would make a difference. I feel like if we got... Like a point guard. Like, maybe Devin Booker would leave. 
Phoenix? I don't know. That Phoenix is cool. a two seed. Why would he want to come here when he can already win a championship? I don't know, man. I, I just like Devin Booker. I don't know. I can't really think of anybody. Because Kyrie's going to want to stay in Brooklyn. And Kyrie thinks the earth is flat. He's weird, dinosaurs man. never existed, so I, I don't want him here. Yeah, he's but a, he's an amazing player. <coughs> he's a nut job. I think, he is a nut job. I, I think he's at the end of his career. I don't think so. He's, throwing, he's scoring 42 points every night. I don't think he's at the end of his career at all. Well, I'll tell you what. Maybe next week we'll have the names of some players who are possible free agents that we could bring in here, but... It is time for the Mavericks to decide whether or not they want to move forward. With whether the, or not they want to be a good team or not. Yeah, and whether or not they want to keep this coach. Coach Carlisle's been here a long time. I think next to the coach in San Antonio is the longest tenured coach. In is the it, right I, I thought I saw on a broadcast that he's like the sixth winningest coach in NBA history or something like that. I was like, no way. It's crazy. He was doing this, what, Milwaukee before he came here? Or was it Indiana? Indiana I don't remember. But he, he was a coach somewhere before he before he came here. But, yeah, I mean, I I don't want to change for just the sake of change. I don't want to get rid of him just because this is the seventh time we're out in the first round of the playoffs. But if there's an opportunity to bring somebody in here and they want to work with Carlisle, great. But, you know, the way this league works now, this is Luca's choice. Pretty That's much. the way it's going to be. And Luca doesn't want to dun him around anymore. We can bring somebody else in that'll do it better. Maybe. Okay, this is uh, Jackson and David with the Thundering Herds, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.